0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss Dynasty Strategy, Rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Yo. Man, what are we going into, week eight after this? Uh, Yeah, man,
1: we're cruising. Wow.
0: We're almost, I mean, we got to start thinking playoffs.
1: The picture, the playoff picture is, is starting to mold itself, that's
0: yes. for sure. Yes, yes. I mean, the good thing, though, about Dynasty Leagues as well is there's a lot of parity in the leagues a lot of time, too. So it's, there's usually, like, a, a, like sometimes in redraft leagues, you'll know, you have your crappy teams that were decimated by injuries and are sitting on the bottom. Some of them even stop setting their lineups at some point. But, like, in Dynasty, you usually have, your, like, your two really good teams that are, like, really good your two bottom teams are, like, really bad in complete rebuild mode, and then everybody else is, like, pretty close, like, in the playoffs. Usually. I see right. that, like, at all my, yeah. like, long-term leagues that have been around for a while. I usually see that. It's usually the common case. Like, there's a couple teams that are really good, a couple teams are really bad, and people are, like, really close. In those last couple weeks, like, everything really does matter.
1: It, it, yeah. Every game matters, and this is the time of year where, you know, you either got to make a move or hope for an injury somewhere that, you know, really kind of propels your team. You don't have to hope for an injury. They're coming they are coming fast and furious. Is,
0: is it just like, is it just seem like these last couple of years, it's like, there's just way more injuries. Like every year, it's just like tons of major injuries. I'm not,
1: I'm not sure if it's, it's, it just seems like that. Cause it's the most recent, you know, thing in our memory, but um, it certainly feels like that. And it might be the change to the CBA where they're not hitting as much in, um in the preseason and that kind of stuff. And in all the camps they're not hitting, they're not getting their bodies ready. And then now that they're, you know, into the regular season, and they're not hardened through all that process. They're getting more injured.
0: Like if you have a backup running back, have no fear; he's gonna get a game. We're gonna be able to put oh him yeah. in
1: there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
0: you're just much better off having tons of good, like four good receivers, and then just like a total crap load of backup running backs so that you can put in there and get some play time. It's bad. I it mean, not, bad. we just lost Tevin Coleman. Right. Yeah. He's got the hammy,
1: right? Yeah, Tevin Coleman. He he injured the hammy. They're they're expecting him to miss some time, at least. You know, he's going to be probably most likely to be out a week eight versus Green Bay. So, you know, fire up uh, Devontae Freeman. He'll be a running back one. He already was a running back one. when They're both running back when ones. They're, yeah, they're both running back ones when they are splitting time. So it's going to be him getting all the, the you know, the line chair the carries there. So definitely fire him up in your lineups. Not that you wouldn't anyway. You don't really need me to tell yeah, you that. Good, good advice, expert. Yeah. So, um Hey, what did you Ooh. learn on
0: that new Tyson Nerds podcast? I learned I should start
1: Devontae Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> I should start a running back one that's not, no longer sharing carries. Uh, 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 so uh, anyway. Uh,
0: yeah, so Tevin Coleman, the hammy. never know about the hammies.
1: It's a reoccurring thing for him. It's not his first hamstring injury. Um, Ooh, that's never good news. So that's not good news. Um... Oh, he played in Denver and he's got that sickle cell. I don't think he uh, maybe. You never know. You never know. Yeah. I mean that was John what...
0: Brown, they just found out has that going on now too. Yeah. Terrible. I know. Never like to hear that kind of stuff.
1: No, you know, it's it's very detrimental. Um, but you know, it is what it is. So there's another guy. Um
0: another one bites the
1: dust. There's Unfortunately, there's
0: down. nobody to say, Hey, this guy pop this guy in your lineup because you already have that guy. It's uh Tevin Coleman. I mean Devontae Freeman so right um jamal charles
1: Jamal charles had um swelling in in his repaired knee last week before the game and actually had mris on both of his knees prior to last week's game where he only got one carry for like no yards
0: yeah swelling of the knee is not good what is good is if you're a spencer ware owner because you're like yes i have more success coming my way this guy is a stud. I love him. I'm glad to sign him to an extension offseason. I'm glad I picked him up. I'm glad I listened to the Dynasty Nerds podcasts. These guys have been preaching about Spencer Ware for over twelve months now. Oh heck yeah. And Jamal Charles, well, yeah, I mean, I have a feel I have a feeling him and Aaron Foster are gonna be kicking it pretty soon. Listen,
1: I'm no doctor, but I know it's not good when uh, like an older running back starts getting swelling in his knee after yeah. he got a surgery, you know, surgically repaired. So, um, yeah, be happy if you are a Spencer Ware owner. I have a feeling this is going to be one of those things that lingers for much of the year, and it may just, it may be one of those things where it unceremoniously checks Jamal Charles out of the, out of the career. Yeah, know, that's what I'm saying. So right, and, right now,
0: has he entered sandwich territory where you would take take that for jamal charles what
1: do you think you can get for jamal charles uh i mean in his current state not much at all man he hasn't shown anything Um, like
0: somebody who's somebody who's like just decimated by running back injuries and you could like make this cheap car salesman sales pitch (laughs) of saying hey man he's got a little swelling but it's not just swelling he'll be back in the playoffs and guess what that's we're gonna need him the most man we're talking jamal charles this guy averages over five yards of carry when he gets out there. The field.
1: I mean, if you were going to kick some tires and um, really be a cheap car salesman, I think you could probably get a second-round pick right now.
0: Oh, 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 blood flow Yeah, for a second. Yeah. Give but it to me. That would
1: be like the top, top end, and that you would have to be laying it on And you're stealing. Th- you'd have to be laying it on thick.
0: To a championship with tender. That's when you go into it like, listen, man, you're giving me a second. If you get Jamal, you're probably going to win, so you're talking pretty much a third-round pick here. So come on. Just just give me your second.
1: Do you people hear this guy's cheap car sales tactics?
0: I mean, I you're mean, pretty much giving me a third. Yeah. I want the guy behind me is in the third round. Amazing. Come on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you give him JC and he, miss, and he He loses in the first round because he starts him <laughs> foolishly. And you're like, yes.
1: So so you actually mentioned Aaron Foster, and you know we're like sitting here setting up for the podcast, and I looked down and Adam Schefter just tweeted out that Aaron Foster retired.
0: Yeah, like, because just, we are recording on a Monday, because right. why?
1: Well, because, the, you know, the Indians are in the World Series. So we're going to be recording back-to-back,
0: yeah, uh, nice. and you're going to the game tomorrow.
1: I am going to the game, yeah, game one. You sold
0: your child <laughs> and got a ticket. That's the only thing that stinks about us playing the Cubs. Like, the ticket prices now are, like, astronomical. Like, I go to every, like, major Cleveland sporting event, which yeah. just a, a thing that I do. Right. And like standard room only is thousand dollars, and I cannot, I cannot do that. I cannot convince myself to pay a thousand dollars. Luckily,
1: I we had a um yeah a friend of a friend kind of gave us a discount, so we're not paying astronomical prices like that. But if I only had friends, I heard yeah. If I only had a friend, I
0: do. My my sister in law graduated high school with the owner of the Indians'
1: grandson. And you uh, still can't get to.
0: <laughs> and I still can't. I told her, the first person I texted, as soon as we went in, I was like, hey, can you go back to your uh, connection days and see if there's anything you do for me? And then she texted back and like, there's nothing I can do. I no
1: mean, I, I literally fun. heard a, a Chicago fan, um, a Cubs fan, bought four tickets for $100,000. So it was 25 gur a, a ticket per one, just for one game in, in Chicago. See,
0: those guys, though, I don't, like, when I hear about stories like that, I don't even care because people that spend 25 gur per ticket, that's, they have, that. that's like, well, oh, whatever. It's yeah. a
1: drop in the bucket. Yeah, that's like
0: me paying 250 bucks for a ticket. Right. If somebody came to me right now and like, hey, you give Tribe World Series tickets for 250 bucks, I'd be like, T- I'll take four. Yeah. So, it just sucks. You're going.
1: I'm going, man. So, um, hopefully, by the time this comes out, we'll have been, we'll have won at
0: least. One, a, yeah. at least one game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then, uh, two, 2016 could be the greatest sports year of my life. we we'll win it winning all. Indians win. it literally be the greatest sports year of my life.
1: It would be awesome. But,
0: um. What, well, you don't want to talk about the greatest year of my life? You want to to, about Dynasty Fantasy back Football?
1: Back to the Dynasty Fantasy Football. Um, you don't think people
0: tune in to hear about, like, my glory?
1: No, probably not. Probably but not. Arian Foster, retired.
0: Yeah, so he quit. He, 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 listen, he saw Jay Jai go out there and do something that only three other running backs have done in the history of the game. Ricky Williams, Earl Campbell, and OJ Simpson are the only people, and OJ did it twice, to run for over 200 yards in consecutive games. Who would have thought one-legged Jay Jai, one knee, I'm sorry, Yeah. W- who we would like coming out? You know, this guy who played soccer coming out, you know, from, oh, yeah. it, it's, he does it, he lo- He did it really well. Now he's a really hot thing. I'd personally kind of be selling Jay Jai at this point because he's probably rocket sky high.
1: I mean, this is, this is as high as he's going to get. But I mean, at the same time, if you're on a contending team, he's obviously established himself there in Denver. I mean. You just made Aaron Foster Dolphins. quit. Yeah. I mean, Miami, yeah, I quit. I'm done. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think
0: you, I think you guys are set at running back. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I I just pulled my groin high five them. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and check out.
1: Okay. So, so end of an era, end of an era. He's done a uh, illustrious injury ridden career. Yeah, I mean um, the
0: guy. I mean every year. I mean I think for we've been doing the podcast for three years, and every before every year we're like, okay, Arian Foster's going to be hurt in two weeks.
1: Right, and it's come true every time. Yeah, we're pretty much psychics. Basically, that stinks because now we don't have that ace up our sleeve. Oh no, we'll find one. Yeah, I'll, we-
0: I'll tell you, Matt Jones is going to. We should start. Oh, dude, we should totally start a new segment of going on like, uh, like we're <laughs> we just make bold pred- not bold predictions, but like psychic predictions. Oh, like, I
1: like a Dion works that. Like,
0: oh, oh, that's <laughs> coming to me now. Matt Jones just fumbled the ball. <laughs> I saw it as clear as day.
1: He's gonna average three point three yards a carry and fumble this week.
0: So yeah. But for Aaron Foster, I mean the good news out of this is if you're an owner, you finally just cut bait because it's like He's one of those players that a lot of people, they're just going to hold on your raw He's like a roster clog, you know? Yeah, he, like,
1: just the name value. You can't just drop him for nothing, but then again, nobody wants to give you anything for him, so he's just been sitting on your Yeah,
0: and you don't want to cut him because you know somebody's going to pick him up, right, right. and then he might he might come back. You know he's
1: not going he to, but he have might. have two games where he scores a ton of points. and you know, Yeah,
0: it's like he had Andre Johnson's whole career, and then goes to Indy, and like, oh, I'm going to do something He doesn't do anything. You don't cut him all year. Then, he re- then you cut him, he resigns in Tennessee, and you're like, Ooh, I shouldn't have cut him. And then you're like, Yeah, no, I should have cut yeah, him.
1: Yeah, I should have cut him. Um,
0: um, so Jamal Charles, though, will probably be calling Arian Foster soon, saying, Hey, Holmes.
1: They might be hanging. We've got a lot of free time. With the swelling in the knee, that's no good for the older running backs. Um, somebody who's getting up there a little bit in age, um, Shady McCoy, retweaked the hammy. Dude,
0: I, you know, these hamstring injuries, if you have one and you get in a game, it's almost gear. It's almost 100% guarantee that, I mean, you're going to retweak it and you're going to rehurt it. It's like pretty much a Rich Dodson guarantee, right? There you go. I mean, and those never fail.
1: You could take that to the bank.
0: The moment I saw, I'm, I had a really busy weekend mm-hmm. and I was able to sit down and watch the Browns game um, and I had the red zone channel up. And as soon as I saw, like, on my, you know, my stat tracker and everything saying, hey, LaShawn McCoy just got a carry for two yards and they gave him the ball again, I'm like, oh, he's getting hurt. It's hundred percent. Sure, sure enough.
1: Sure as poop stinks.
0: Uh, so he's probably not going to play this week.
1: I mean, I would, have, I would hope that they, they'll, you know, they'll rest him. But you know, they've obviously proven to not be smart with it once. So maybe they'll not be smart like with who, the hamstring. Like, toys. who
0: are these people in charge? Who are these people?
1: Who are these people <laughs> in
0: charge that do not like? Listen, man, we study fantasy football. From a dynasty aspect, and that, like this is what we do as a big-time hobby of ours that so we put a lot of time into. Right. We don't get paid millions of dollars of this, but we knew that if you put LeSean McCoy in there and start giving him carries, he was going to tweak his, tweak his hammy. How do these people not know this?
1: I don't know, man. Maybe we should have a front office success job, and we can be making these kind of like. Decisions.
0: How do you not know that Like, if you gave Matt Jones, had a good week last week, how did you not know for sure... That he was going to have a terrible week this week.
1: He is like a yo yo.
0: Yeah, like Gruden should be like this. Listen, Jones, listen, that game you had last week was terrific. You were out of sight. You scored people fancy points like no tomorrow. I love you. But guess what? I got to bench you this week.
1: <laughs> I'm doing this for you. your own good, man. I'm doing this for your own you good. Come back next week hot again. Listen, because
0: he. You- I mean, you did. Usually, when you have a good game, you'll come back and fumble it once. You just had such a good game. I guarantee you're going to fumble it twice if you get out there. <laughs> no coach, no coach. Put me in. I got you.
1: Sure enough, sure
0: enough. When he finished with one fantasy
1: point, uh, it was low, man. I know that it was
0: one because I played somebody that had Matt Jones, and like he scored at one point, like late in the third. I'm like, oh, I want him to get the goose egg. <laughs> so now they're saying, yeah, he might lose time again to Rob Kelly. So the Rob Kelly era might get bumped up a little bit there's no era again uh carries again the future running back for washington will be coming sometime next year right most likely i still feel the same way about the dolphins even though jay jay is running for mad yards
1: i was gonna say if a jay keeps running you know like this
0: well obviously he's gonna be the guy no i mean like no, even if, he's in if the he,
1: hall of fame yeah well yeah if he does yes But I mean, even if he just, you know, maintains a normal pace for the rest of the way, he'll be, he'll, they won't be looking for another guy next year.
0: In two games, you have 400 rushing yards. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. If you get over a thousand a year, it's pretty good, right? Right. So he's almost halfway there in (laughs) Mm -hmm. two games. Mm -hmm. What a monster, JJ. I I feel bad about all the bad things I've been saying about him all year.
1: Let's switch over to a guy we've been saying good things about. Um, My boy Hunter Henry had a down week this past week but it looks like it was due to a concussion that he suffered and really didn't play Dude, much of the second half
0: he looked at it. he's like listen if jordan cameron's doing it yeah if jordan reed's gonna be doing this this I is mean, the
1: cool thing to do so he's in concussion protocol apparently um
0: it's not a bad one though i think it's he may be back this week They're saying.
1: yeah so let, let's see how he bounces back this is his first one that i know of um, but hopefully it's just a little one. I think he might have even played through it. Like
0: you got to take notes though, cause right. you got to keep. Ta- nowadays you have to take tallies. Oh, yeah. on yeah, I know it's So right oh, now,
1: absolutely. like if you
0: do those like little chicken scratch, you know, right. Then you when you get to four, you put the line across. Right. Does that have a, like a technical name?
1: Um, I don't think so.
0: Just chicken scratch numbers.
1: Yeah, the the five little the four yeah, dashes four and then the a dash. Right. You know, Like
0: the prison when you're in prison, count the days, and you right. you're like. Nails,
1: I mean, I know terminal. what you're talking about. Okay, I All just
0: right. I just wonder if there's a technical term. I don't I'm know. Sure there
1: is. I'm sure there is. I don't okay. know.
0: Okay. Um, put one chicken scratch out for Hunter Henry.
1: Yeah, put one little line. Yeah, one little line. Nothing to worry about now. Everything's cool. I almost dropped Jordan Cameron again this week, but I didn't.
0: <laughs> why? Not? I why not? <laughs> I don't know. He's okay. If you own Jordan Cameron, drop him.
1: You can drop him. He's safe to drop. I'm just having a hard time letting go. <laughs> Please, baby, don't go. Please, baby, I love God. you, JC. Let's come back for one more game. Um, but uh, yeah,
0: he looked really good. Uh, Jordan Reed is speaking. Of Jordan, I think he's coming back. Not next week. They have a buy. Next week he's out. Then they have a buy. Then they're expecting him to come back. But that's what you get if you. That's that's price of having Jordan Reed. And I told somebody. I know somebody. We talked about last week about you should go out there and trade for Hunter Henry. Somebody we jinxed it went not. and some guy tweeted me. He's like, hey, I traded. Uh Jordan Reedway for Hunter Henry, a uh, running back in a 17 second. I'm
1: like, oh nice work. Yeah, it's good package.
0: Yeah, it's a good package. Where again I bet a lot of people are like, oh the guy got Jordan Reed's like, oh I ripped him off. But I bet in a long run, definitely get in that second, mm-hmm. which you will do if you listen to the podcast, obviously. Bro, Clear is day. Uh you'll be good to
1: go. So one more quick injury. Um Geno Smith got exactly what he was asking for. He got to start and bam, knee. ACL. See you later. Like, this is it. Finally. Back.
0: finally i'm about to show these people mr harvard back there what i am made of i'm gonna get out there i'm gonna throw touchdowns so i don't know if
1: that was like a little bit of karma or what like if you whine like a little baby for a job and you get it um you know what your your knee's gonna get blown out and you're gonna lose it again <laughs> so um so
0: this pretty much sums up life right there yeah. Yes. oh
1: and it's your free agent year so good luck uh, with that and, good luck with that Gina. oh but, and you're not very good yeah, either exactly
0: yeah so by default, Ryan Fitzpatrick is back to the starting quarterback. Job. And I
1: think yeah, definitely he is for now if he keeps turning the ball over like he was, um I wouldn't be surprised at all to see, you know, Bryce Petty come in there and I
0: wonder what they're going to do this off season because they have Christian Hackenberg, they got Bryce Petty. I don't think either of those guys are long-term NFL quarterbacks.
1: Um I I mean who knows? I mean you Haven't seen either one of them. I know that um Hackenberg's looked like crap in the preseason, and
0: he looked like crap in college,
1: and yeah, he, and he's he's just not an accurate thrower.
0: And Brandon Whedon, I mean, I'm sorry, Bryce Petty, uh, he's just not very good either.
1: I mean, who knows though? I mean, I can't even remember the last time I saw a game with Bryce Petty in it in college, right? Exactly, didn't
0: look very that great,
1: so um, didn't look very that great, yeah, he didn't look great. That's a good sentence, but who knows? Um, so They'll, they'll probably end up drafting somebody cuz they're going to be up there with the browns as one of the worst teams. True. True
0: story. Um so
1: I think one I think there was one last thing I just wanted to mention. There's been some scuttlebutt about Ty Montgomery's position. Um it sounds like some sites are changing him to running back, some sites are not. Well, he just
0: officially today got changed on the depth chart to running back.
1: So, I mean expect fantasy sites to start changing him to running back yes is is my point um except for uh, my fantasy league the one that we kind of use a lot they said that they don't make in-season changes commissioners can change them on a league-to-league basis if they want um but them as a site they won't change them so if you're on on mfl my fantasy league he's going to remain a wide receiver.
0: And you can change that through the settings, I believe they put out.
1: You have to be on the commissioner. Yeah. You have to be commissioner and you have to, you know, be able to change it through that.
0: Yeah. Big shout out to our boys over there at myfansleague.com. They hosted mm-hmm. all our September madness. They host all our sites. Uh, they're a pretty sweet site. Right. They just have a lot of things.
1: It's very customizable.
0: Yeah. Which may take you some time to do. Right. But still awesome. Um, So I want to go back to Matt Jones a little bit here. And talk sure. about Matt Jones. Sure. So. I know last week, I think we said last week he had a really good week. Trade him now. Now is the time to trade him again, right?
1: Uh, I yes, mean, if we, if we
0: went back and listened to the podcast right now, I guarantee we say that at some point in the podcast because I know myself pretty well.
1: Um, going off memory alone, yes, we said, we said yes. trade him. Because it, it actually came up because I did trade him as well. Like, that's I, right. That's right. That's yeah.
0: right. And you did that move, and I'm like, yeah, that's All a right. great move. Um, Excelente. And I bet a lot of people didn't take that advice.
1: Well, guess what? They've always got next week.
0: <laughs> true. True. He's so, probably gonna have a good game next yeah, week. Yeah, he'll
1: probably come firing back and um have one more good week for which you.
0: Which is weird because I'm just I'm just ready for him to like just like I know he's like you know leap you know frogging it over there and bad good bad good completely unreliable. Which like I say, the best ability is reliability. And he's completely unreliable. uh I'm just ready for him to completely implode.
1: Well, Jay Gruden has basically said that he's now going to start losing carries. To other to the other running backs, so I mean, this may that may have been his high water mark was was last week, and you know he might not have even a chance to bounce back. Yeah, maybe you're right. mean, that
0: is an implosion actually, because I mean a two point two yard per carry average is something you can just say throw it to the wayside because then you can offset it by having a really good game the next week to boost the average up. But when you fumble the ball twice, that's where the bucks got to stop.
1: I, I think he's up to like three or something like that on the we year. We had two
0: last week, so I don't know how that'd be three. It sounds like he had
1: more than that um he's a he's a turd he's a t- um, i mean he's he's a tough like I, mean, I wouldn't say
0: that to his face and he's not like you know i don't mean that like anything against matt jones personally but as a fantasy football football player in dynasty he's a turd i'm sure he's a nice guy but i would just not want anything to do with him in fantasy
1: world well there you
0: go that makes sense i'm just trying to not be disparaging
1: that that makes perfect sense um
0: um, so we obviously don't know what's going on in the Texans Broncos game because that's going on right now. Um, I just saw that Brock Osweiler had a pass incomplete to De- DeAndre Hopkins. That mm-hmm. doesn't shock me. Doesn't shock me at all. Um, he's very in- like what? How bad would it be if like your NFL team like you had to sign like like you like the Browns signed Brock Osweiler to a long term contract with lots of money? You'd be like, oh crap, he's terrible. We can't. I mean, you know, you're not even getting rid of him because he's so bad. He's guaranteed thirty million.
1: Well, luckily the I mean, who knows how they structured that they might be able to get out oh, after a, after a year or two. But yes, he doesn't look great.
0: So, a couple of notes throughout the week here. Um, DeVonte Adams had a
1: huge massive, he caught like 13 passes, didn't yeah, he? For yeah, for 132 yards
0: and two touchdowns.
1: I mean, I, I that was I last week's show we basically said hey this thursday night game is like a dog with fleas you're going to want to kind of stay away from this thing because who knows how this running back situation is going to turn out and it that was correct from you know from the chicago standpoint but obviously green bay um there were a few guys that you know you were going to start either way i mean you're obviously going to start aaron Rodgers if he's your starting quarterback you're gonna start randall cobb and you're going to start randall cobb unfortunately you know um Jordy had a down week.
0: Down week. He one, caught one ball. For like nine yards or yeah, something like that. Terrible. Uh, Ty Montgomery had a monster game. He, he caught ten balls. And then we knew, here's the thing, with this running back situation, the Packers are going to throw the ball a ton. Oh, yeah. Which they did. They threw the ball 56 times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a lot of throws. Heck, yeah. Um, the, the carry situation was funky. We told you, do not make a move for now. Davis, why? Because he stinks. Well, and he got two carries for one yard.
1: I don't think he was up to speed at all with the offense. I don't care. He got two carries.
0: I don't care. He can go to college for it for four years, <laughs> and he still won't be up to speed on how to be a good football player because he's I'm, not a good football
1: player. I'm going to give him this week to see how he does with a probably more extended look. They're not going to be able to run Ty Montgomery 25 times a They game.
0: just changed his position to running back. I understand. He's a professional running back now.
1: I understand that, but... He is not, not built like a professional running back. Well, okay. they have Randall Cobb. I understand that.
0: Is he a professional running back? No. Well, they have Don Jackson.
1: He, like, busted his hand in that game.
0: <laughs> he got two carries, too. It's like you bring up Nile Davis, you bring up Don Jackson, the two actual running backs, and they're the only healthy running backs on the roster, <laughs> and they get combined four carries.
1: Well, Don Jackson, like, broke his hand in that game. Ouch. So he had to leave.
0: That sucks. You finally probably get called up from the practice squad, and they're like, hey, yeah. this is it, Mom. Watch me. I'm on Thursday night football right watch me
1: like two carries two carries bam
0: must have been wearing a dice in your shirt under there i know that's what happens the hand takes a
1: bruising yep. true of, story a lot of high fives a lot guy.
0: of people see it. Everybody that won their september madness conference so they're mm. psh, they're all on that so devontae adams is this a breaking out party is jordy nelson taking a back seat i have not been in jordy nelson fans for about a year and a half now because i remember i was the one i told to just sell them before last year uh just because when those injuries start co- now, obviously this has nothing to do with injuries. But once the injuries start coming, they don't stop. He's a little bit older. I, I know it's just one week. I, I honestly,
1: being- I honestly think Chicago thought he was their biggest threat, so they just bracketed. You know, they double covered him, and that left everyone else open. But so, but the point is, is- without a running back, like they didn't yeah. even have a running game to worry. Which about. makes like, sense. They're just like, let's just take Except away Jordy. Jordy. Yeah, I, mean,
0: I don't mean to say like, oh, Jordy Nelson's all of a sudden terrible. But like, what does this do now that? You know, because they signed Ronald Cobb to a contract. And now Devontae Adams comes out and he has a huge, massive game. Or is this just like a fluke? Is this like one and done? I mean, we've all been waiting Devontae Adams to be the stud out of Fresno State.
1: I mean, I think this shows what, you know, what Devontae, of. yeah, what he's capable of. Absolutely. And we knew that. He was a catch machine in college.
0: This is what he did here. This way he did in this game too, because everything he did right. wasn't like it, it, it's not a fraudulent one thirty two. Right. I mean, as long as as long as catch was twenty four yards. Right.
1: So, so he wasn't like breaking off a, a bunch of huge catches. I mean he was doing like fif- using like nickel and diamond him. He's like ten, fifteen yards and stuff like that. Like nothing, you know, no big sixty yard catch or anything.
0: So he's he's a stud? Is it what right you tell
1: me? Hey man, I've I mean, I like Devontae Adams a lot coming out. Yeah, me too. Um and he's he's taking a little bit of time to get acclimated to that offense. It looks like you know he's he's obviously capable. So I mean, if he gets the targets, he's gonna he's gonna cash him in.
0: What about on the flip side, Alshon Jeffrey? We we we've had this conversation. We've before. had this
1: conversation week for week by week. by oh wait, week. you're
0: still waiting off for that first round. Yeah, pick. I'm still waiting I for you to forgot. offer me. I that. forgot. You when, saying...
1: whenever you want to bring that offer over, you uh, send it over. Not with Matt Barkley at quarterback. No, what's his name's back? Cutler's back. Oh, is color color got cleared? Yeah, it's just as bad. So, um, a miraculously, Brian Hoyer breaks his breaks his forearm, and all of a sudden, Jay Cutler's fine. (laughs) So, um, yeah. I don't know what that smells like to you, to you, but that smells like the coaching staff really didn't want Jay Cutler playing so they wouldn't clear him. I wouldn't want Jay Cutler playing either. But now, that but now that Hoyer has a broken forearm, they they'd much rather <laughs> have him than Barkley. So. Oh my god, he's healed. <laughs> amazing.
0: Um nothing happened crazy in the Giants Rams game to really talk about. I mean, <laughs>
1: he's uh, what? these Thursday games and these these London games. They're both like on the same level to me. Like terrible. they're just terrible games. I don't know why they do them. They're, I don't know, they're messing with too much stuff here, in my opinion, the NFL. And
0: that's why their ratings are down.
1: Their ratings are don't down. Don't mess with the love of my life. Right. Football. Messing with too much crap, man.
0: So, the Saints and the Chiefs, I want to talk about that because we talked about Jamal Charles. Nice knowing you. Mm-hmm. Bye, Felicia. Um, Spencer Ware, we love him. He's a stud. He's good to go. He catches the ball. He runs the ball. He does everything. Uh, But another guy on the other side of the ball, Michael Thomas. Now, Willie Snead had another good game. He's coming back. He had 11 targets. Michael Thomas had 13 targets. 10 catches, 130 yards. This guy has been, he's led the team in targets now for the last four weeks. He has a total, I know he had 25 going in the last week, so 25 plus 13 would be 38. You like what I did
1: there? You're some sort of math wizard.
0: I know. Some kind of wizard, at least. Mm, Right. Uh, So, he leads the team in targets over the last four weeks. Sure. He leads the team in red zone targets.
1: He's a big-bodied guy, man. Yes.
0: Didn't come in here with a touchdown, but, again, he had another monster game. Michael Thomas is a must-start going forward.
1: I mean, in in that offense, absolutely. If he's going to be getting 13 targets a game in that offense, he's going to be cashing them in, and, and he deserves to be in your lineup.
0: So, like, Michael Thomas right now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: would you take, say we go back, and we only do it at the end of the year anyways, we do a rookie redraft. Right. What what we could do now, kind of that psychic thing. Right. So I'm, t- I'm asking you to get back in your DeLorean, you take everything that you know now.
1: I love my DeLorean.
0: You get in there, you pull the door up, not out, you pull it up. Whoosh. Yep, yep. You get in, put uh-huh. it down. Right. And you go back to June 1st. Okay. Of 2016.
1: I don't know if that was our draft day. I don't know either, but it was so nice and warm. But it was nice because
0: I went swimming that day. Sure. Uh, and you're on a clock. Mm-hmm. And you have the second pick in the draft. Who are you taking? Because Zeke just went one. and He's the best running back in the whole NFL. So who would you take?
1: Clearly, he's the best. Um, would you still take Corey Coleman? I wouldn't have taken Corey Coleman to begin with. Would you take Laquan Treadwell still? Probably
0: not, man. But would you consider Michael Thomas for the New Orleans Saints after you have all your, you're looking at your info just after week seven?
1: I mean, honestly, it's him, Sterling Shepard. Who, I mean, who else has Corey be- Coleman. Is really performed? Who else has really performed? Cor- uh, Corey Coleman had one game and broke his hand.
0: Yeah, but he's still, I mean, it, this is dynasty. We're not talking. It was still long-term right. play.
1: Right. So, I mean, Josh I, Dotson just went on a, you know, he hasn't done anything. Oh, yeah.
0: Josh Dotson put him right next to uh, Perriman. All right. And right. everybody else that gets hurt early in their career and never really gets. I mean, as, when, he, when he has the same injury for like over 12 months, it's a concern. I right? agree. So, Josh Dotson, to me, it just, I know it's really dumb to say. I mean, he falls down deep into the first for me.
1: He, yeah, he probably does um, just because of the injury. And, and we're in a time machine.
0: I mean, you're in a time machine. Now, and you're looking at it, Biff, and you could say, I could take, you're on the clock, and people are like, okay, he's obviously taking Laquan Treadwell. I've, I've heard his podcast.
1: <laughs> right.
0: You look a little older now, but hey, that's, that's all right. It's just a couple months older. You've been through a lot. Cavs have won the championship since then. Indians are in the World Series. Wow. Um, would you, I mean, the point is you would consider Michael Thomas at this point, right?
1: Sure. I mean, why not? He's in an, off, he's in an awesome offense, and he's, he's collecting a lot of carries and, and really cashing in for good yards, man. And this
0: is a guy that we liked a lot. I mean, where mm-hmm. most people had Sterling Shepard ahead of him, we, all, we always held steadfast that Michael Thomas was our number five player off the board in everything that we did. Uh, sometimes we got Ken Dixon a little happy there, but Michael Thomas is always the next receiver ahead of Sterling Shepard, and we said we like those big-body, big-play receivers like Michael Thomas.
1: Absolutely, man. And he's like, he's basically, you know, Laquan Le- Treadwell and him is, as the prototypical little big body guys.
0: And he's doing it now. He's doing it. One- I still like Laquan Treadwell. I know I got, got so angry. So do I. But I that. mean,
1: at, at number two, I would hesitate slightly just because he hasn't done anything, man. And um, they're obviously just bringing him on, bringing him along really slowly.
0: Like when you say he hasn't done anything, you're, you're talking about him not catching many balls?
1: Like he hasn't had a target.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. He hasn't done anything. Like nothing. Wait, but he's hurt though, right?
1: Um, no. I just think he's not playing. I know. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's ugly. Yeah.
0: So Michael Thomas right now, would you trade a 17 first for Michael Thomas?
1: If I was wide receiver. Why, yeah. If I needed a wide receiver and I, you know, planned on targeting one anyway in the next round in you know, next year's draft. Why not?
0: In a millisecond, yeah. I would trade Michael Thomas. for If I had, if I was going into this and I knew I had a top, say it was going to be, say I knew it was going to pick between five and eight. Of yeah. next year's draft. Yeah, sure. Oh, I'd trade that in a millisecond for Michael Thomas. Right,
1: because, I mean, you're hoping to get somebody like Michael Thomas with that pick anyway. You might as well just take it.
0: Let's say you, say you kind of need a receiver, right? And this draft, again, it's going to be build it up. We're going to build it up all sure. off season. We're going to just make it look flavorful. We're going to put sprinkles on it, everything. It's going to look glorious. More than it already does. Mm-hmm. And you, fin- you just missed the playoffs. You have the sixth pick in the seventeen rookie class. This is the baby Jesus of rookie classes, right? The greatest thing ever. And all of a sudden, you have the sixth pick. That's a lo- that holds a lot of value. You should offer that for Michael Thomas. Sure. Right?
1: Absolutely. If they're going to take it or, or if they're looking you know, to cash in and, and get a, another additional first-round pick, sure.
0: And here's the thing, because Michael Thomas looks like he's going to be – the point is, I think Michael Thomas is for sure going to be a stud.
1: Yeah, he looks great. He could
0: finish as the best receiver in his whole draft class when it's all said and done. Drew Brees isn't going anywhere anytime soon. You're getting at least two more years of Drew Brees. I was
1: going to say, what you better define soon? All right. Two years, that's 24 months.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's 104 weeks.
1: They haven't even drafted his replacement yet.
0: Haven't even looked at him in the board yet. Right. So I think, and I think that might be enough to get it done because Michael Thomas has proven that he's good. No matter who you take at six next year and how sexified that draft is, he could be a bust.
1: Sure. Absolutely. That's why I would advocate doing it. That's why I would do it myself.
0: Yeah. You really made that a fun segment.
1: Sorry. I mean, dude, I didn't mean to be agreeable, but you're making such good points.
0: Texans are on the board. I got a field goal. First time we ever podcast with live football going on. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, What quarter is it like? (laughs) It is... Third quarter or something?
0: In real time, it is the first quarter with seven minutes and 11 seconds. Oh,
1: it's time. still early. Yeah. I, was, I was wondering why I, my guys haven't done anything.
0: Okay, speaking of not doing anything, let's go on to the Titans and the Colts. T.Y. Hillen did a ton again.
1: Uh, absolutely, man.
0: I mean, no Dante Moncrief. This guy is back to, you know... Stud status. Yeah, like elite top five fantasy receiver status. Right, I mean, right. he's destroying it right now. The running game's not strong. T.Y. Hillen killing it, untouchable. You can't get T.Y. Hillen, right?
1: No, not at this point.
0: But like we talked about, with uh, we talked about Dwayne Allen being hurt. So make sure you get out there and use Jack Doyle. He came through nine Jack- for 78. Jackie D. And a
1: touchdown. Sure.
0: This guy's going to finish as a top six fantasy tight end.
1: He's a, he, I mean, he's a decent option, man. I don't know. There's no other
0: options out there. Right. Who are you going to throw to? Devin Street? Chester Rogers, Chester
1: the molester Rogers.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, De- Devin Street, what is he, like 6'6", six, six, got drafted by the Cowboys?
1: Yeah, got caught one ball for 20, 20 yards. That, Ooh, that, not way a, to go. I mean, there's nobody else that's out. about there. all he did with, uh, with Dallas also.
0: Yeah, I mean, Devin, uh, not Devin Smith, but Philip Dorsett's hurt, right? And he's just a big play receiver. So it's just pretty much the T.Y. Hilton show and Jack Doyle. Mm-hmm. So Jack Doyle is a must-start going forward. Uh, And then to flip the side of the ball, we thought Kendall Wright had a really good game versus the Browns.
1: And that was just because it was against the Browns.
0: And then he comes back, and he has a game this week, and he has two catches for 12 yards.
1: Yep. Um, That's the Browns effect.
0: And Taja Sharp got hurt, I believe.
1: Did he? I missed that. Yeah, I
0: think his knee's banged up or something. Mm.
1: Well, he hasn't been playing all that well anyway. so no, he's, taking a, he's regressed. Yeah, an injury wouldn't be the worst thing for him to go sit mm-hmm. down and, and you know just chill for a while. DeMarco Murray, uh, fire him up every week as a running back one this season. You
0: he's know what's funny? Doing um, it. Because a lot of people are quick to point out, like, oh, you might have wrong on it. We're like, Derek Henry looked really good in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Man, he hasn't really done much this year, has he?
1: He hasn't really done much. Um He's starting to look the way I thought he was going to look, to be honest. And we were really down on him. Yeah, we were really down on him. Really down on him. And I think we were a little wrong, but I think this is what I kind of thought I was going to start seeing was him trying to, like, not being able to move laterally enough. Which he can't do. Which he can't do at all, to be effective. Um, He can can bowl you over. I and mean, and that's where uh, I think the Legarrette Blunt kind of conspir- uh, comparisons kind of came in. Legarrette's yeah. a great going. He's a great going forward. Don't just don't ask him to move side to side.
0: I mean, if you can set the edge on a guy like Derrick Henry, I mean, forget about it. It's mm-hmm. just one of those guys. And that's and that's what we said too. It's Derrick Henry's not a bad football player. He is not uh, not even necessarily not an asset to a football team, but for fantasy football relevance, mm-hmm. and not only on top of that long term fantasy football relevance, which is our number one goal to kind of look here as well. Right. It's just not there.
1: Uh, I'm gonna I mean, I agree. Yeah. Yes.
0: And again, I mean I'm he he's one of those guys that said I think we said it a couple months ago, as soon as he has a really big game, get out. Get out while you still can. And he still falls in that category for me, get out while you still can. Me too. When you can, which might not be until next year. Right. I agree. Um, I think the greatest thing can happen to him if you're an owner is if, like, DeMarco goes down for a little bit, and he goes in there and scores a couple touchdowns, and let those touchdowns themselves inflate those numbers. Because, again, he's not a pass-catching put-back, so he's always going to be touchdown-dependent. Very touchdown. And he's going to be a really hard, tough player to consistently go over 100 yards. Uh, and he does play for the Titans, so the touchdowns are going to become few, far between. Right on. That's just this year, though. Teams get better, usually. Unless you're the Browns. They never get better.
1: Things At just lengthen. get worse if you're a Browns fan.
0: Um... See Vikings, Eagles, Cordell Patterson is actually putting up some fantasy points here and there, but you think he's out a free agent wire now? You think he's worth picking out the waiver wire?
1: Um
0: I mean he's pretty much a waiver wire player. Yeah,
1: he's a waiver wire player. I think he's probably worth something, but um, you know, stash him on your bench and hope he's gains some kind of consistency over the course of the year, maybe. I don't know. He's 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 obviously doing what the coaches want. He's finally getting some playing time and he's he's doing all right with it.
0: So. Yeah, it's weird. It's just weird to see him like do, he's, it's like his second game where he's been like fantasy relevant.
1: Right. I, I mean, for a guy that basically couldn't get on the field cause he wasn't doing things the right way. Like, you know, running routes and stuff like that. He's obviously must've, you know, picked up some of that and, you know, up in practice at least to, to gain some of that game time action.
0: Yeah. And I mean, no, I mean, Stefan Diggs is taking a step back. Charles Johnson's become invisible.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a it's a hard thing to nail down there. Uh, their whole their whole team. I mean, I I feel like they're starting to feel the effects of all the injuries that they had. They were kind of rallying and 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 you know pumping up. They're five and it. zero. I know. Well, they lost this week to, to Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, but they're. I mean, yeah, for fantasy relevant wise, like their offense because they're they're really good because their defense is tremendous. Like if you own their defense, yeah, their defense it's is great. great. But for fan, I mean, who are you who are you starting? In Minnesota right now with confidence. Nobody, man. Yeah. I mean, the Browns at least have Terrell Pryor.
1: Right. Uh Jared. Jer- I mean, Jarek McKinnon went out with an ankle injury yeah, this week. Yeah, he got a little boo-boo. So he got tweaked, but it came back in.
0: Matt it- Asiata's not that great.
1: No, Matt. I mean, these guys are splitting carries like 50-50, which is killing their value.
0: Kyle Rudolph's just a name. Right. He doesn't do anything.
1: Well, I mean, five for 55 on 11 targets. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: something, but it's not. Uh, yeah, I get it. For a tight end, that's pretty good. Right. I mean, you hit double-digit points, but still. There's nothing there that really jumps out. I mean, Stephon Diggs had five targets. This guy was exploding onto the scene, and now he's just invisible. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty much Charles Johnson, right? I mean, Kyle yeah. Rudolph led the team in targets, and it was Matt Asiata who led the second team in targets, and then it was Corderell Patterson. What's right. going on over there?
1: I don't know, man. I like I'm in a
0: twilight zone this year in football.
1: But yeah. Philadelphia is not a joke either on defense. They're, no, their they're defense, pretty good. Their defense this year has been pretty good, so, I mean, that might have been a one-week kind of fluky thing.
0: Um, and you can't even judge our receivers this week just because Minnesota just su- shuts down everybody's receivers. I mean, Nelson Aguilar led the team in targets, and it was six. Right. And he didn't even do anything with those six. Mm-hmm. caught two for ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, Josh Huff was their leading receiver, and then it was Ryan Matthews. But I knew that going into it. You should not have played any.
1: Anytime you play Minnesota, just sit, just sit the, the wide receivers. The receivers. Sit their wide they receivers, catch the wide Yep.
0: So let's move on to another game and another fantastic I feel like, um, I don't know if it's because I was busy this weekend. I feel like this whole fantasy weekend was, like, a lot of, like, eh.
1: i I I also was busy this weekend, but, I mean, I, I it was very a blah.
0: I mean, there's a lot of guys that I see that did really, like, Marquis Lee, seven catches, 107 yards.
1: They just won a lot of games that I was, like, real interested in. I was, I was interested in the San Diego-Atlanta game because that's just, like, two pretty good offenses going against each other there. Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, Julio, nine for 174 again. He's a monster. Melvin Gordon, three touchdowns. Yeah,
1: dude. He was doing really well. I mean, yeah, he ran two in and caught one. Uh,
0: And then, but here we go. This is something we talked about last week. Melvin Gordon, because of his red zone this year, is going to be like a top three fantasy running back of the year. Right. But here he is again. He averaged 3.1 yards per carry. So he's doing it all year. So like we said last year, this might be the year where I gonna sell Melvin Gordon. I was
1: gonna say. So you're you own him. What what do what are you thinking about doing? Are you, are you thinking? Yeah, you're thinking sell.
0: Yeah, was, we were talking about last week. I, was I know. About I just selling. wanted to
1: see if you're still still thinking that, or you're you're seeing all those touchdowns and you're just drooling.
0: No, because I'm not I'm not blind to it. Like right. I see because I I watched those games. Like I'm very like intrigued mm-hmm. with Melvin Gordon. I want him to do well. I have a high investment in Melvin Gordon. I liked him coming out of college. Right. And like I said, I mean, I see a lot of carries. Like you now. I saw something like this week when he, he, he got locked up and backed up behind the line of scrimmage, bounced off it and got back outside, and I loved seeing that. That was, but for, that was
1: a really nice play. Yeah,
0: yeah, but I see a lot of it as well where it's just, it's just a lot of behind the scrimmage. I don't know if it has to do with just the offensive line or mm-hmm. what's going on, and obviously I'm not going to sell Melvin Gordon for cheap, but I don't know. It's, it's a would, funny situation. Would you
1: sell him for a, a top, if, if a guy had like number four in the draft, would you, t- would you sell him? it would I'd wanna say yeah,
0: just because I feel going to the draft at that number four running back's gonna be really, really good. But I know myself at the same time, I know by the time the draft comes around, there's gonna be a receiver that I love there because there's gonna be all these running backs. I'm gonna be looking here, looking at Corey Davis out of Western Michigan, uh Mike Williams out of Clemson. I'm gonna look at these guys i'm like, wow, these guys are like everybody's talking about these running backs, man, but these receivers are really, really good and they're not getting the justice that they need because London Fournette's a freak show. And you know Nick Chubb's really good, but even though some of these running backs have kind of died down a little bit this year, they kind of have. Uh, so the receivers, yep. I feel the receivers are going to bump. The problem is when you trade some away somewhere like that, when you get rid of a guy like Melvin Gordon, then it creates a hole on your roster and a long term hole that you want to fill, which makes me have to draft another running back. And I can also look at it from the flip side, saying, well, you know, if he's getting all these touchdowns now, what's going to stop him from getting all the touchdowns next year? And what if they draft? A, what if they draft a good offensive lineman?
1: Yeah, who knows, man. But Danny Woodhead will be returning next year. Another, yeah, I'm not overly
0: th- worried about Danny Woodhead, though.
1: But he'll steal carries, and he's, he's he can find pay dirt, man.
0: If the price is right, I would get rid of Melvin Gordon. But I feel like to get rid of him, like I feel like at this point, like I want a high 17-1, and I feel like I'd want to do it now, and I'd want to make a gamble on somebody giving me, like at least getting a chance for 1-1. You know what I mean? Because obviously, do you see I played with Leonard Fournette this week when he ran over the defensive back? I sure did. That guy isn't. An- Animal,
1: he beasted that guy.
0: We're gonna get a drool cup in here for when we start talking about <laughs> Leonard Fournette for how good he. He is. just
1: completely trucked that guy over and just got run right. I mean,
0: how lucky? Todd Gurley, Zeke Elliott, Leonard Fournette—three years in a row, just right. stud running backs.
1: Pretty ridiculous, man.
0: Yeah, happy to have him. Um, so for Melvin Gordon as an owner, yeah, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very happy as an owner because I'm getting everything I dreamed of that I would want out of him when I drafted him that mm-hmm. high at number three overall. But at the same time, to me, it's a lot of there's some smoke and mirrors involved in it.
1: I, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. There's definitely some smoke and mirrors. But at the same time, I think he shows he shows you just enough in those games where you're kind of like, maybe I shouldn't get rid and of it. He's
0: getting better. Like, he's catching right. the ball now. I yep. mean, he had set, he caught six to seven targets. I
1: just I saw the one drop and it was pretty blatant.
0: Well, just... for a guy that we were, that was like his biggest concern coming into it, that and pass protection, for him to catch six balls, like, I feel if he become that role where he can kind of, uh, make Danny Woodhead not as important and come in and play that role, be that third down man, catch footballs, then there's no way I'd want to trade because then I can live with that little bit lower, lower yards per carry. Cause I know that for sure they have right, a lot invested in this guy, right? If
1: he's going to get five catches a game and you know, for even if it's only 30 yards, that's still better than a touchdown.
0: Yeah. And I feel like no matter what, like out of him, we always say hashtag two to three year window bar an injury. I got a guaranteed after this year, two more years of this guy, like guaranteed. And they also invested a first round pick. So if he can do this, they'll probably lock him up for a nice, you know, six million a year something along those lines, mm-hmm. like not a, a, you know, break the bank kind of salary. So it's a situation I'm I'm a monitor very closely, I guess. And i and I'll probably put some feelers out there. I feel like I'd have to get the better end of that deal because I would be taking a risk. But at the same time, we preach that as well. Sometimes it's not like you get infatuated with these rookie picks. I don't want to fall in that category of saying, "Hey, I want to pick." And I'm going to weigh a good player just to take a gamble on another player who might not even be as good no matter how smoke and mirrors it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I do want to talk about Tyrell Williams, too, in that game real quick. Uh, he had a really good game. I know I talked on my ESPN show. I was like, you guys got to start Tyrell Williams this week. I really like him a lot. Uh, and he did. He came out, and he had a really, really good game. Right. He's just that big play receiver that Philip but, Rivers Yeah, plays. like
1: like we've said it like several times, yes, he's that big down-the-field type of guy. He's tall and, like, Philip Rivers loves making uh, plays to those kind of guys.
0: So let's get in that. I want to talk about the Dolphins-Bills game for a minute. Okay. Now, Devontae Parker. Uh, he got out-snapped by Kenny Stills. Yeah.
1: As a guy, I mean, I just traded Matt Jones, and it happened to be for Devontae Parker. So, I mean, I'm not feeling amazing about that. But at the same time, I th- I think long-term, I'm probably going to get the better end of that deal. Um, But at the same time, he is... He's coming along slowly this year.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, came back from injury, had a beast game. are right. like, yes, this is Devonte Parker that we know. This is a coming out party. I think we probably rejoiced about it. And ever since then, hey, Devonte,
1: Devonte, where are you? Any day now. Yeah. So he, I mean, he's he's definitely the, your prototypical wide receiver one type of guy. And I just think he's, I think he's acclimating himself kind of slowly to the Adam Gase. Um offense, but hopefully similar to JGI, he the light will click on for him and he will go berserk. But who knows? I mean,
0: he's you think now's and you just now obviously you just did it. You think now's a good time to buy Devontae Parker?
1: Uh, I think his I think his value is definitely depressed. I think I wouldn't have been able to get him if he was producing well.
0: Um, so you gave Matt Jones for him, right? Yeah. So that means I could probably get him for like a fifth round pick.
1: I don't, I don't think so. I don't think his, I don't think his value is that low. A fifth round pick, Devontae Parker. Well, what
0: would you give her Matt Jones?
1: I mean, I see you trying to be funny <laughs> over there. It's not coming across on the podcast. Okay, all right, all right. All right. All right. People aren't getting it. All right. um, I got it. They can't see your face. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Um,
0: I got it, Matt Jones. So I mean,
1: I think uh, yeah. Obviously, oh, wow. Devontae Parker was last year's, You know, he was definitely a, a number one last year. And um, yeah,
0: I'm not giving up on him because I love Devonte Parker. I'm a huge fan of his. Right. And I'm not giving up. I'm I'm gonna still send this podcast. I'm gonna tell you he's gonna be sweet.
1: I think he's gonna be really good too, and that's why I traded for him while his value was down, for a guy whose value was up. Like you know, I that's, will. That's the way you do it. That's the that's way you do it.
0: How you find success? Trade the hot hand for the long term play. Exactly. Oh, I love getting rid of players that are like just temporarily hot. Right. You know, like Marquise Lee just caught seven balls for 107 yards. Hey, anybody want them? Yep. Anybody want them? I hear Taco Bell's got those mystery airhead slushies, and I am very interested in that, and I will take one of those (laughs) for Marquise Lee.
1: Wow. The price is right, man.
0: Airhead slushy mystery question mark. You don't even know what it's going to be. All you know, it's probably going to be delicious. That's intense. It's ice. Mm -hmm. It's flavor. Wow. It's getting cold out um anything else in the games this week that really surprised you i mean mike wallace another monster game 10 for 120 uh matt forte finally bounced back after being i think like running back 44 over the last three weeks with a solid game Like garrett blunt really solid game right. david johnson another monster game
1: I, I mean i did want to mention like you know for the people that are going zero running back theory you guys jack Wizard rogers has been doing really great for the past two Oh, weeks. he's looked really good yeah i mean him and you know You could have even started, like, a Sean Drones this week who caught a touchdown pass.
0: Yeah, Sean Drone actually had a solid 14-point game. Right. And they're going to be rolling him and Mike Davis going forward.
1: As long as Carlos hides, you know, shoulders in a sling. That's That's never good. Right. So those are a couple guys that are, you know, and even um, we mentioned Peyton Barber a few weeks back. Um, He had a a really nice game also for Tampa Bay, 84 yards and a touchdown. So he looked looked good, too, running the ball. Hmm. So another guy to uh, keep an eye on you zero running back theory people
0: well i feel like we should wrap it up with that
1: i think so too
0: and weird I, if this show came off weird uh or different
1: we're off our game it's a monday man it's a monday our brains are still on uh weekend mode it's
0: it is i this makes me never want to do a show on a monday again because i really feel like i was off my game today even, i feel like i was i have one less day to prepare
1: yep even the best have off days rich
0: I feel like why well, I feel like we've never had an off day, and now this is like the first time I've ever show. Like I kind of feel like we had an off day. All right, well, Monday I got a bad case of the
1: Mondays, guys. Give us some good reviews, make Rich feel better.
0: Get on iTunes, give us a rating and review, make me feel better. It's the only way I'm gonna get your feedback. He needs it. Listen to this guy; he sounds sad as hell. I do am sad. I hate Mondays. But at least tomorrow's Tuesday, and I don't mind Tuesdays.
1: Yeah, Tuesdays are great, especially when your team's playing in the, the World, World Series. Series. All right, go Tribe. So,
0: yeah, Roll Tribe. Make sure uh, you get on iTunes. Leave us a rating or review to let us know what you think. Make sure you get on DynastyNerds.com every single day for all the articles, rankings, everything we got coming for you. Make sure you join the Nerd Herd. Hit up on the top right-hand sta- uh, page over there. It says contribute, donate to the site. All it takes is $1 a month. Uh, You can set up where it donates $1 a month every single month or more if you want. Some people have donated significantly more. Yeah. And we love those people very much. Um, And to do so, we're going to give away prizes every month, like we said. So next week will be the first Nerd Herd giveaway. We're doing a Dynasty Nerds t-shirt giveaway for the very first one because what's a better way to kick off an awesome thing than with an awesome prize? Bam. Bam. Again, the more people that start contributing, as the nerd herd grows, we'll start doing bi-weekly giveaways. Maybe eventually get to a weekly giveaway. That'd be awesome. Um, and we'll start reaching out. We're going to try and find some really interesting, cool partners to partner with here. To uh, name partners, just get, having them give us stuff to give away and pimp their stuff on a website, boom, a podcast. Yep, for you
1: guys, exactly.
0: Um, so make sure you get down there, join the nerd herd. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Dynasty Rich.
1: I am at Dynasty Matt.
0: For all the Dynasty questions you can handle, I will answer them. Oh, well, I guess it'd be all the questions I can handle.
1: You can handle it, and you can handle it, and you can handle it. And whatever he can't handle will overflow under yeah, me. Yeah, send him to Matt. I'll handle
0: it. Okay. Um, and that's it, right? That's it, And then if you want to buy uh, a shirt, they're on the site, too. Perfect. But just prepare yourself. Dude, You're you, you, you like sound so
1: off your game
0: right now. I know. All right, I got to go. All right, man. See you next week. Roll Trap. Ta-ta.